This is a teaching from Grace River Church in O'Fallon, Missouri. Our prayer is that this sermon will help inspire you to take the next step of your faith with Jesus Christ. Hey, what's up? My name is Chris Highfield. I'm lead pastor here at Grace River Church, and I want to say thank you so much for watching online at home today. Uh, Today, we are in a sermon series called Battle Ready, and today we're talking about the fact that we're gifted, that every single one of us uh, have a gift inside of us that are that's from God. And so we're going to jump right into this talk. And so my hope is today is that no matter who you are, where you've been, or what you've done, I want you to know God is absolutely crazy about you, and you are valued by Him. God would not give you spiritual gifts if you weren't valuable to Him. And so if you're a follower of Jesus today, I want you to know you are gifted. Every single one of us have a gift inside of us. And if you're not following Jesus yet, here's what I would tell you too is that, man, there, there's a message for you in this, is that if you're not following Jesus yet, there's still hope for you. I want you to know that. And so you're watching today to get some, to get some questions answered. And I want to tell you this, man. That says a ton about your own character and your own integrity that you would want to learn more about the person of Jesus and the role that he plays in your life. So let's jump right into this talk. We're talking about the fact that we're gifted today. Ephesians chapter 4 is where we're at. So Ephesians chapter 4, we're going to start in verse 4. It says this, For there is one body... And one spirit, just as you've been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So Paul comes out right here in the beginning here of chapter 4 and just lets us know there's this one monotheistic God, this, which just simply means that there's one God, right? Uh, and that there's one church, that there's one faith, that there's one baptism, right? And that there's one Father over all who is uh, in all, living through all. However, He's given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. So each one of us that would call ourselves Christians or followers of Jesus, every single one of us have uh, special gift sets inside of each of us as a result of what God has done through our life because of Jesus. And so uh, just retreating back one, a few verses earlier in Ephesians 4, 4 verse 1, Paul says this, Therefore I, a prisoner Uh, for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you've been called by God. What is he talking about here? Live a life worthy of your calling. Now, I believe that we all have a calling in our life, and what oftentimes gets confused uh, is our career. And I want you to know today, your calling may or may not be your career. Like, you you have a career path uh, that you chose, and that's fine, like whatever your career is. And you may find great enjoyment and satisfaction at work, and you may not. Like, I I don't want to get into that today, but what I want to get into is this, is that it's not really about your career. God has called every single one of us to use the spiritual gifts that he's given us for his glory, to make his name famous, not our own name. And so today I want to talk to you really about three quick action steps that you can use in your life uh, to figure out what it is that God has gifted you with and how to use that gift. And so Uh, Three quick action steps. I'm going to tell you all three of them, and then we're going to jump into it. First of all, it's important that you find the gift. Uh, It's a shame that too many people live their entire lives not even knowing uh, what their gift is. What is it? What are the spiritual gifts that God has given you? Also, grow it. And so uh, it's important that you not only take the gift that God has given you, but you decide to grow it, that you decide to develop it, and, and then ultimately that you would decide to use it. So three steps. Find it, grow it, use it. And so let's jump into this. And uh, my hope, again, for you today is that you would just simply identify one of these next steps. In fact, even before we jump in, which one of these three do you need to do today? Maybe you haven't found it yet. And this is a great time for you to begin to investigate and go, man, what, what is it that God has equipped me to do with my life? Maybe you know what it is, but you just need to grow it. Like maybe you know that, that God has given you the gift of hospitality. Maybe you know that God has given you the gift of generosity. 
or maybe it's the gift of leadership or administration or whatever the gift may be. You know what it is. Now it's just simply time to grow it. And as you grow in it and develop it, then you can use it. And so uh, actually to, to use it to further his kingdom, not your own. And so let's jump in with first, find it. Look, let's look at this, find it. Now, Ephesians chapter four, verse seven says, however, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. So each one of us uh, are able to identify what it is that God has given us. And so, uh, and this is probably the number, one of the number one questions I get asked as a pastor is how do you know? How do you know what your spiritual gift is? And so uh, really one of the best ways that you can do it is you can find your spiritual gift at the intersection of success and satisfaction. At the intersection of success and satisfaction. So what is it that you're good at? And then what do you enjoy doing? That's the intersection of success and satisfaction. What are you good at? What are you doing? Now, you can't say, well, I'm good at golf, or I'm good at hunting, or I'm good at fishing. Like, those are hobbies and activities, and you may be good at that, and you can use that uh, for God's kingdom, but that's not necessarily a spiritual gift. In fact, I'm gonna list off some spiritual gifts. Maybe you could take a screenshot of these, uh, or because or, later I want you to actually take this and use for homework if this is the spot that you're at where you haven't found out yet what it is. Maybe you have the spiritual gift of teaching, like God's wired you up to be able to present well in front of people. Maybe that's a gift that God has given you. Maybe it's leadership. You just have a knack for leading. You can jump into something. You're not overbearing, but you know how to take charge and, and you know leadership well. Maybe it's exhortation. You know, you're just, you're like an encourager. Like you're, you're great at that. Like maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's giving. Like you're just a super generous person uh, and you're generous with your time. Maybe you're generous with your financial resources. Like God has blessed you immeasurably uh, financially and you just want to give back to him and give to others. Maybe that's how God has, God has wired you. Maybe it's mercy. Like you're just, you're, you're quick to forgive and you're quick to offer mercy and encouragement to other people. Maybe it's knowledge. Like, man, you've, you've just got a hunger and thirst for more and more and more of God's word and you wanna learn more and more and more about him so you can teach others. And so it's knowledge. Maybe it's prophecy. Maybe God has given you the special ability to understand something before it even happens, right? Maybe it's service. Like you just have the gift of helps. Like you, you see something, you see a need and you just wanna serve. You wanna help out, man. That's a great gift. Discernment, again, maybe you're just, you're able to meet someone and you can quickly understand what's going on in their heart and what's going on in their life. Discernment, God's giving that. Maybe it's faith. Maybe you just, you, you love to live on that faith zone where, the, where God's at. It's outside of many people's comfort zone, but you know that's where God shows up. Maybe that's the spot for you. Maybe it's evangelism. Like, man, you, you're able to have spiritual conversation with people and it's just really easy for you. Uh, maybe it's the gift of hospitality. I mentioned this earlier. Like, you're, you're super hospitable. You love having people in your home. You love baking, you love cooking, you love throwing a party, and you can do all of that in the name of Jesus. And so, or maybe it's the gift of encouragement. Maybe God has specially wired you up to be able to see people that are discouraged and to be able to encourage them. So looking back at this list, can you identify two or three of these that you are? In fact, take a screenshot of this or write these down for a second. And the same with these. And if you're not sure, because for the longest time, I wasn't sure. For the longest time, I had a, a difficult time understanding what my spiritual gifts were. And you know, we can give you a spiritual gift assessment, but one of the best ways that you can figure this out is by having a, a great conversation with someone who knows you really well that's already a follower of Jesus. I mean, somebody that really knows you, they've known you for a long time. And you just, you go over this list with them and say, which one of these do you think that I possess? What, what are several of these that you think uh, that you see in my life? And so that's part of finding it. And so, uh, so, how do we know which of these gifts are ours? Just like I said before, find a Christian that knows you best and ask them what they think. And so three action steps. First of all, find it. Man, 
This is so critical. And so if that's the step that you're at today and you don't know what your spiritual gift is, then man, would you make a decision? That's your next step to simply say, I'm gonna find it. The second one is grow it. Is that now once you've figured out what your spiritual gift is, God has wired you up, God has given you this gift. Now it's important that you fan the flames of that gift, that you grow in it. Second uh, Timothy chapter one, verse six is this. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift that God gave you uh, when I laid my hands on you. And so what, what Paul is saying is, is, man, decide to fan into flames what it is that God has given you. I've got a fire pit at my house and uh, it's, it's in my backyard and my son and I, we've, we've been loving burning wood, especially uh, in the fall. It's just great because you actually need a fire to keep warm at night, right? And so we'll go out there and do that. Uh, but we found a, an easy way to get the fire started. And it's not just with lighter fluid. I mean, that's a really cheap, easy way, right? Like I like to get some twigs. I like to get some newspaper. I like to get some smaller pieces of wood and then bigger piles of wood. But we, uh, one day we were actually doing some yard work when we started a fire and I saw the, the leaf blower sitting next to the fire and I thought, oh my gosh, you know what's gonna make this fire really take off? More oxygen. Because that's what really fuels a fire, right? It's not just lighter fluid. Uh, it's not just the wood. Uh, what makes the flame really move is gaining oxygen in the fire, letting the, the flames really go. And man, I think for us, in order for us to grow what it is that God has given us, man, you gotta fuel that flame. You gotta figure out a way to fan that fire. And so whatever it is that God has given you, don't just sit on it. Make a decision to say, I'm gonna get better at it. I'm gonna figure this out. One of the spiritual gifts that God has given me is the gift of teaching. And so I've asked many mentors, man, how did you get better at preaching? How did you get better at teaching? And so I want to spend time around people that, that also have this gift because I want to learn from them. I try to pick up every book I can find on how to be a better communicator because I believe this is a gift that God has given me. I wanna use it to help him uh, and I have to choose to grow in that, right? I've been praying for the gift of evangelism in my own life. I don't know if I have that gift or not to be honest, but like, I've been praying that God would give me an increase in that area in my life because I wanna be able to have more spiritual conversations with people. And you know what's amazing is whenever I pray that prayer, God gives me those conversations. When I pray that prayer, I get more and more equipped to have those kinds of conversations. But what about you? You know, are you fanning, in the, are you fanning the flame of what God has given you? Or are you just sitting on it? And so make the decision to say, I'm gonna grow in this. I'm gonna find a way. That's an action step for you to simply find a way to grow in this. And then the, then the third thing is that would you just decide that you're gonna actually use it? So it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to grow it. But will you actually use the gift that God has given you? Will you actually put it into practice? And man, I want you to know when you don't use this gift, the body of Christ misses you. When you're not using the gifts that God has given you, you are missed. Look at this in Ephesians chapter four, verse 16. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow. So the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And so, man, we are here for each other. Every part of the body of Christ plays an important role. And so it's easy to think, man, the people that sing on stage on a Sunday, man, they play a really important role. Or whoever preach on, preaches on a Sunday, they must play a really important role. But do you realize that the, both of those roles are just as important as someone who greets in the lobby? or just as important as someone who serves in kids ministry, or just as important as a small group leader who opens up their home to allow people to come into an environment where they can meet, know, and follow Jesus. Like 
All of these roles are super critical and super important, and all of them are, are important in order for the body of Christ to grow. I mean, I think about this. I don't have the gift of hospitality. Like, I, I stink at it. Uh, somebody can be at my house for like three hours before I offer them a bottle of water. I'm, I'm not good at it. In fact, I got fired in my own church from being a small group leader because I am not very hospitable. Like, they just decided, hey, uh, Chris is not going to lead small groups anymore. Now, Sarah actually is super hospitable, but I'm just not. And so we lost our position there, which really, uh, I, I got over it pretty fast, right? But uh, because I don't have the gift of hospitality. But let's look at what 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27 says. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. And so Paul is essentially just saying, man, every single one of us play a vitally important role. So I told you there were three action steps, right? You got to find it. You got to grow it you gotta use it. So man, would you make the decision to, to take one of these three next steps? Maybe you don't know what your spiritual gift is, that's the next step for you. Maybe you know it and you haven't done anything with it. Would you choose to grow in it? To start having conversations with other people about it? And then would you just simply decide, I'm gonna use it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something with what God has given me. Friend, listen to me, do not waste your life. God has given you this amazing gift and every single day is a gift to use the gift that God has given you. Don't just sit on it. Decide to do something with it. And man, think about the impact that your life could make if you just use the gifts that God gave you. The impact you could make in your family, the impact you could make at work, in your neighborhood, if you would just unleash the gifts that God has given you in your life. I'm gonna pray for you right now that you take a next step. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for my friends that watched online today help every one of us to take a next step. God, I thank you that you've gifted us all. And God, these gifts just remind us that we're valued by you, that we're loved by you, that even though other people may have told us in our lives that we're not valuable, even though we may feel discarded by others, God, we know that in your eyes, we're valued, we're loved, we're cherished. And so God, help us to live changed lives Lord, I pray for these next steps. For those watching today that don't know what the gift is that you've given them, God, I pray they'd find it. And God, for those who do know, I pray they'd grow in it. And God, for those that grow in it, God, I pray that, they, that you would allow them to use it to further your kingdom so more people can meet, know, and follow you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray all this. Amen. Thanks again for listening. We would love to see you at one of our in-person services that meet on Sunday at 8.30, 9.45, and 11 a.m. If you feel so inclined to give, you can do so at www.graceriver.cc. Have a great week.